Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. I'm very jealous of you for being able to drink a large vanilla iced coffee from McDonald's as we were. Yes, I am sucking down a McDonald's ass iced coffee right now, which is definitely not goop, but it is perfect. It's really hot. Brian had to go. My Brian had to go to McDonald's for work related his mcdonald's theme podcast (laughs) and while he was there he got me a delicious vanilla iced coffee i like all fast food iced coffees i like in the moment and then they are so sweet i immediately get sick after i drink one literally i just took one sip of this and i was shaken to my core it is unbelievably sweet and I started drinking coffee sweet, which is my new, which is, I don't know why I'm getting worse and more. With sugar, sugar? With sweet and low. Oh, sweet and low. That's so cool. And like retro 80s. Isn't it cool yeah. and retro? Well, I was putting stevia in it, which was also new. But I don't know why, like, oh, because you know why? We got this French vanilla flavored coffee and it tasted weird if it didn't have any sweetness in it because it had, the vanilla flavor was so intense. Mm-hmm. So I started putting stevia in it and then I ran out, but Brian gets sweet and low because he's from the eighties and well, we're all from the eighties. We're all technically from the eighties, but I meant like his heart is in the eighties. So I started putting sweet and low in mine and then the sweet and low just stayed with me. Interesting. This is even sweeter than that. This is like a, this is like just like literally putting my mouth inside a sugar bowl. And their McDonald's coffee is, I will, actually I've only had it probably a handful of times, but it is, it's both sweet and I, I feel like it's highly caffeinated or maybe it's just the sugar that makes me go crazy. 
I think it's like they put sugar in it. Like there's like a film at the bottom of this of sugar, but there's also flavoring in it, which is vanilla. So it's got just like really a lot of stuff. Everything. I, yeah, I've been really good about making my own cold brew and sticking to about like eight ounces a day and then cutting myself off. Uh, I, yeah, I, I make coffee at home. I, I don't like making cold brew because I feel like when I do it, I use so much coffee for such a little amount of cold brew and it just like ends up being like kind of a waste of money. So I've been doing, I mean, I've just been living in this like sort of like hellish nightmare where like, I'm literally just like pouring hot coffee over ice, which is disgusting, but it's so hot. I have to make it cold. And sometimes getting in the freaking car and going to Starbucks and getting an iced coffee with no ice, which is my favorite drink. Mm. Yeah. I've only been to Starbucks once since the pandemic started and it was sort of an uncomfortable situation. I feel like there was people there and I didn't know people were waiting outside. So I didn't know if I was supposed to go in, but because I had ordered online, I could just go in and get it. But I wasn't, it's just nothing, nothing is clear in this time. And I never know where I'm supposed to be what I'm supposed to do, what doors I'm supposed to touch. I only go to the drive-thru. That's, I should start doing that. There's the other Starbucks a little bit further away from me than the one I go to is a drive-thru. So I should probably just do that. There's this independently owned, like black owned, very cool coffee shop right down the street from me that opened. I feel sorry for them because they opened like right before this happened. Oh, is it the one we went to to write once? Yeah, we went there one time. I like it too. And I've always wanted, and they have stayed open this entire time. They haven't been closed at all. And I see them, like I've driven by there and I've seen like people leaving and they're like spray, like spray the doors down and everything. And like one customer per, and I see people in my neighborhood walking around where they have drinks and like, I can tell they're from that store. And I want to go, I'd much rather like support them than go to Starbucks or something. Um, but that is like you have to go inside and like physically order like there's nothing online like there's no online at all and i just sort of haven't really gotten there yet but i i and i feel even though they they're open and they want business i still feel kind of guilty going no i mean just if, if you feel safe enough to go just go and you know tip a little bit more uh than you would normally but i think i mean it honestly for i mean as long as people are you know, wearing masks and not doing anything crazy. Like it's, you know, it's pretty, pretty low risk. And I, there's coffee, something that I can make at home pretty easily. So I don't go get coffee, but certain things like bakery, I'll still go to the bakery once a, once a week, maybe once every two weeks. Um, because I you go in. Sure, yeah. Like I'll go, it's pretty, they, the, my local bakery has, you're only allowed three people in per in the store so there's sometimes a line out but it moves pretty fast and it's a small selection so you you don't really take a long time to choose um i just get like you know croissants and morning buns and stuff um wow that's really nice so you go to the bakery that's like a regular errand for you is like going down to the bakery and getting i I usually go on fridays actually except this morning i didn't but usually because we record a little bit later on friday so my morning is a little like less busy than usual so um fridays is when i usually go down to the bakery but this morning i had leftover pizza so i had that for breakfast 
Oh yeah. But wait, so you, so you go, but do you like have pastries like in your house? No, I'll get or just like for the one once it. Yeah, I'll I'll usually get. Well, we're like you know, big eaters, so I'll get like two for each of us. I'll get usually a croissant and a morning bun for each of us. And, oh, one won't cut it. Um, no, one. I mean, one, I'm not going to go to a bakery and get one croissant and then be hungry. I I want to like stuff myself with flour and sugar if I'm going to risk going outside. If you're going to do it, do it. Or my favorite is to get one pastry and a cup of greek yogurt perfect oh, combo. That, that is a good combo uh like this morning little, well you got yeah a little protein and carbs That's um right. this morning i had a slice of cold pizza and a protein shake and it was oh wow so a, a little so like the angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other yeah except the shake i made today was pretty devilish it was it was like basically a milkshake um banana mm-hmm. what and was dates. in it what was in it i'm into protein shakes right now. Oh my God. Banana, dates, peanut butter, and protein powder and almond milk. Yeah. So it's very sweet, very fattening, and just so tasty. Oh, and cinnamon. That sounds really good though. That's not bad. And the, I got the, the protein, did I talk about this? I might've talked about, talked about this already on the podcast, but the protein powder I got, I threw away the pea powder that you gave me because it was so yeah, gross. Sorry. I knew it was disgusting. I'm sorry, but I thought maybe you would. <laughs> no, I it. tried it a couple of times, but I really, I went and got like the, you know how like some protein powders are geared towards bodybuilding men and they're like yeah. very masculine. I got one of those. So off Amazon, I got, mm. it's in like the black jug and it's just like yeah. vanilla whey protein. Hell yeah. It is so whey is really good. good. It is so tasty. And it, I, I was like, is this really sweet? And because it doesn't have any sugar in it. So it's it's not that sweet. But if you put a banana with it, it is so beautifully sweet and like like a milkshake. I love it so much. So I have I have that like three or four times a week for breakfast now. Whey protein powder is so delicious. The protein powder that I'm using right now is more disgusting than that. It's freaking collagen. Oh God. So it's like you're drinking that like goop jeans fish powder every day. But it doesn't taste like that. It it actually does taste good. It doesn't taste like okay. goop jeans at all. Is it from I think beef or fish? It's beef. Oh, okay. So I'm drinking a milkshake made out of beef, which is so fucked up. But it's really good. And you wouldn't know. I mean, it tastes like whey protein powder. And I just yeah. think it yeah. It's no worse. Like drinking the beef collagen can't be, I don't think it's any worse for you than whey protein. It's still like an animal product and it's just protein. Yeah, it's just, it has collagen in it. So, which we know doesn't do anything, but you know, just in case. Can't hurt. <laughs> adding it in. Um, yeah. So I've been doing the collagen PB2, which start putting PB2 in your smoothies. That's the game changer. Really? You get all the peanut butter flavor and none of the calories. Wait, what is PB2? It's like dehydrated peanut butter. And it's like 60, I think it's like 60 calories for two tablespoons or something. They were talking about that on the um, Hungry Girl podcast. Oh, yeah. That, the <laughs> Do the right thing. Too. Have you listened to it yet? No. Oh, you have. I think of you every time I listen to it because I'm like, this is a podcast just for Aggie. It's well, yeah, sweet and low. I mean, I yeah, but they they constantly talk about dehydrated peanut butter, and I've never had it before. I have to try it now. It's really good. It's not if you mix it with water and use it as a peanut butter substitute. It's like a little bit the texture isn't quite right. 
I've tried it. It just doesn't really, it's okay, but, uh, but for a smoothie, it's perfect because it's like, it tastes just like you put peanut butter in it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. These do, yeah. protein shakes, uh, game changer. I love them game so much. People. I mean, I used to, I go in and out sometimes cause sometimes people are like, never drink shakes, never drink smoothies. The whole 30 people are really anti-smoothie. Yeah, I don't think it's good for losing weight because you are like drinking calories really fast. Yeah. But I guess if they're, I mean, with the protein powder, it's relatively filling. I mean, it's a meal replacement. Yeah, it's supposed to be. I usually like if I drink it, I, I'm so hungry in the mornings too because it's like right after I get done with my yoga and my walking. So I think it's like, it's the hungriest time of the day. Yeah. And so if I don't, consciously stop myself i will drink the smoothie and then i'll make something else right away and eat it like like a piece of toast with cheese or something which i know i should like it's not necessary i can cut that out but i do sometimes yeah but that's just like a little snack i've been also eating a lot of toast hey yeah what uh what what bread are you getting usually just like whatever Brian does. I mean, we're like really, I mean, cause I never buy bread, but Brian okay. buys his sandwich bread. So I just use his. So now I do, I guess, use whatever bread, but nothing fancy. Like, yeah. Bread. Okay. I, cause I, I was getting Ezekiel pretty much exclusively for years. And then I've like branched out a little, but Ezekiel's still my favorite. I don't know. None of the other brands like really match the, the crunch of Ezekiel. I mean, I like just regular bread. I mean, it gets a little bit, it's like very easy to like smush it if you put the like butter on it or something, mm. but just like I've been using, I've just been having a piece of toast with butter and jam on it. Like very often. That's a great breakfast. I mean, the thing is with me, if I had, like I love toast with butter and jam, but it's not filling enough to be my whole breakfast. So I would have to either eat like four pieces and I love a lot of butter on my toast too. So it would, mm-hmm. it's not, feasible for me to like do that all the time i know i have like two that's not bad two and you probably don't put like i put i think i probably put like half a tablespoon of butter on each of my pieces of toast right i just try to measure out what i think is like a pat of butter for each like Mm, a like a square like a thin square and i tried to do the like earth balance vegan butter i don't like i cannot or you you've used the coconut oil vegan butter and you like that uh i got yeah i guess it was coconut oil i don't remember the brand but it was really really good it was um oh man i'm gonna have to look it up but it came in like in um sticks like six yeah not in a tub and it was yeah i think it was coconut oil but it didn't have any coconut flavor at all Mm. And it just was like, it just spread really well. And it had just that perfect um, butter flavor. Wow. Okay. I'm going to look it up and then I'll tell you what it was because they were really good. But yeah, you I told me, I forget if it was, it wasn't Primal Kitchen, right? No, I don't think they make butter. Mm-hmm. Um, the Earth Balance one I had that is trying to simulate butter, it comes in a stick and it's made, I don't even know what kind of oil it's made out of, but it, it is not as good as real butter at all. I mean, real butter is a very special thing. Hang on. I'm just going to Google vegan butter just to see. Why not? Um, yes, I do not know what. It is. <laughs> I oh, I finished the Marissa Meltzer book I told you about last week. 
This is big. Oh yeah. Yeah. I highly recommend everyone that listens to this podcast, read it. I think it will be entertaining, informative, and it's a good middle ground in the sort of like body positivity versus dieters debate. Yeah. Which is where we live all the time. And she expresses like a point of view that is more nuanced than, I don't know, the people I see screaming about stuff from either side. Or actually nowadays it's mostly just like the body positive people that are screaming and the diet people are like shaming. The diet people are like attempting to rebrand as also being body positive, which is very like condescending and like fake. Yeah. The Weight Watchers people like now WW uh, and they talk about wellness. They never, I guess now Weight Watchers, you can never even say the word diet like on their, you know, in their program. Well, for a year, I mean, no one has said diet for a really long time. I mean, like that's just part of it because they all pretend that they're not a diet. It's lifestyle, whatever. But yeah, they've gone really hard in the other direction and they had to change their name to WW and they had, it might've been country crock. Interesting. Country crock makes something called plant butter with olive oil. I do. Country crock was something that my parents never bought as a kid. Like they would always, I don't know, whatever the nineties version of like earth balance was that was like slightly healthier than country crock. They would, they would buy. But when I went to friends' houses that had country crock, crock I always really liked it. And I, I wonder if that's just purely nostalgia. It's so salty. Yeah. It was that yellow, salty yellow tub, but it's not, um, this is not that margarine from our childhood. It's like a, you know, they're on the vegan butter thing. Do, they don't even, do they make traditional hydrogenated margarine? Traditional anymore? margarine? I don't know. Retro. Because it was trans fats is why they had to get rid of it, right? I I don't know. Uh, I just learned that Buffalo Wild Wings, boneless wings have trans fat in it. I mean, they still have Country Crock Buttery Spread Original. Okay, I'm going to get some next time I'm ordering It's made with delicious oil, purified water, and a pinch of salt. (laughs) Purified water. Oh, God. And delicious oil is very funny. (laughs) Delicious oil. Uh, um, <laughs> that sounds so, even more indulgent than butter, like country crock margarine. I'm sure it is. I mean, I don't know why margarine was supposed to be better for you, but I don't really know why. Cause it was unsaturated fats before they realized that like trans fats were worse for you than saturated fats. And it's always, I mean, God, it's always just do whatever the blue zone people are doing. They're yep. right. Mediterranean diet. Mediterranean diet, people. That's the way to go. We all know it. We all know it. Any other news? No, no Gwyneth news this week, really. No, nothing. I haven't seen a single, I haven't heard a peep out of her. She's just walking around the Hamptons uh, with Brad. Apple's working at the store. Yeah. Um, and that's about it. Summer off. But they'll be home, I guess, when do they usually come home? Labor Day, probably? I guess around Labor Day, yeah. But maybe they'll have to stay 
longer. Or they'll want to stay longer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have, either. Because weren't some states, I guess that was mostly people that were from New York, weren't like in New Hampshire and Vermont and stuff, people were trying to get New Yorkers not to come. But I think that might be over now. I think that's long over. I think that New York is like fine now. Yeah, on the bad places here. The the map of the U.S. New York is always like white now, which is like the least number of cases. It's um, yeah, it's the Sun Belt. They they did they fucking kicked it, man. We'll see. We'll see this fall. There's a new um, YouTube commercial. For, with Gwyneth Paltrow in it. Really? Yes. And I believe that it is for Goop Glow. It, it, came up, commercial. it came up organically for me. And it's her and she goes, this is the... Because she can't say the shit. And then she's like, I use this every day, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, get, get it now. I mean, Goop Glow powder is so tasty. And like, it, it does seem like... Th- the product that could it's not it's, it's not the goop glow powder it's the goop glow isn't that what it's called it's the oh, no, goop jeans the new face cream is goop jeans it's because it's collagen it's goop jeans it's that sorry yeah. that makes sense because uh, i think i think and we've probably said this before but their their deal with i think they're not continuing their their deal with juice beauty so they're manufacturing all their uh beauty products now in-house um well good because i don't really like juice beauty that much and i do like um their standalone products yeah, i yeah. think they're better than the juice beauty juice beauty has that natural product thing where it's like always a little bit too thick a little too stiff it just doesn't feel like it just doesn't feel right and their stuff it really feels like the good like chemical shit for sure and juice beauty always has like there's a little scent uh like it always smells a little off yeah your mom had a problem with the scent. oh she had a real i mean everyone knows she had to call the goop hotline and um exchange but it was because she didn't like how it smelled right she had a really violent reaction to me it always there's just like a little it's like a little bit of scent that must come from the natural whatever the products they use, but it's not a scent. Like it's not actually trying to make it. It's like the better. scent of the actual product, yeah. not the scent. Of Which it. some people might like, cause it's more natural, but. You know, um, I do like a little bit of, I like my shit to feel a little bit crunchy. For sure, for sure. Which is why I'm using that fucking buckthorn oil. Which I am loving. Uh, shall we get into the newsletters? Yeah, what if, am I saying buck? What if I've been saying buckthorn oil wrong this whole time? I don't think there's another way to say buckthorn oil. Maybe it's not. I, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like a little dyslexic and I say stuff crazy. Eh. That would just be so embarrassing. Okay, whatever. Let's get into these newsletters. What was your best of the week? My best of the week was in the little roundup article um, when they told me what nice white parents the podcast was. Mm. Have you heard about this podcast? I have. Uh, it's not the type of podcast I usually enjoy. The sort of investigative journalist serial style stuff usually bores me. 
So this was a podcast that is clearly about parents. I do like serial style investing. I loved serial. I loved like true crime stuff. I loved like rabbit hole and just like all of that shit about MLMs or some murder or whatever. Huh? No, I like, I like some, I think I like the less highbrow ones, like the NPR ones or the slate ones usually are a little boring to me. The, the down and dirty, some of the down and dirty, like Hollywood murder ones or true crime. I, I don't mind. So this was one that I was like, what is this? And I feel like I should listen to it. Cause it's about like racism, which is, I want to know what they want to, what they're talking about. And but it's about parents and there is just nothing more boring to me than like parents stuff, kid drama, whatever. Like I hate it. I think it's so boring. I don't want to hear about it. Like school politics are almost always boring unless somebody is really, really crazy. Like there are occasionally those like school politics stories when someone is like actually really messed up and they're good but for the most part I'm just like not interested in like parents keeping up with each other so they were like okay this is what nice white parents is about it's like an investigative journalism podcast about like how like public schools are segregated and I was like, okay, this sounds interesting. I'll give it a listen. But I just appreciated somebody breaking it down for me. So I'm like, okay, what am I going to? I needed someone to just tell me what this was actually about because it was, it, I was hearing about it so much and caring about it so little. And I just needed to know what was going on. So, so, did, so did you end up listening to it? No, I didn't listen to it. <laughs> I just was like, I was just, I appreciated that they told me what it was about. Because okay. I was like, I everybody is talking about this podcast. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just about not, like how, like uh, it's a public school in Brooklyn and, um, and it's segregated. Right. Basically. Well, it's like, they're like, okay, like what makes it when people say like they live in an area with good schools, like what does that mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, what kind of like, because you know how it goes where it's like affluent areas have better schools because the like funding for the public schools comes from the taxpayers yeah the in that school area funding comes from property taxes so it it just in like one foul swoop it benefits the rich it's so the system is so fucked up right and like because those areas are always like well because of like redlining and like just like the history of and the current like issues that are going on with that stuff that that it America is still like sort of segregated and absolutely public schools are segregated because of it. And so like everybody doesn't have an equal opportunity, even if you're just, even if you're not going to like an expensive private school. So it's an important topic. I just didn't know. I just needed someone to tell me what it's about because I couldn't, I couldn't get into something about like schools and shit on my own you know so what now, I mean so now you know that you don't want to get into it or do you want to listen to it I don't know I mean it sounds it's interesting right I mean it's kind of an interesting uh, yeah I, I think if I if I had children I would be way more interested in 
learning about this stuff in more detail. Yeah. I talked to my, my sister is, is having, you know, it's like going through, uh, you know, similar, I don't know, talk, like not talks, but, but she has kids who are about to go to school in a couple of years. So they are, you know, learning about the school district and she lives in a very actually integrated, like multiracial neighborhood in, in Oakland um, with a, a public school that, which, how she was explaining, like the parents who send kids there love the school, but for like rankings and like testing, because it is a very, it is a like very racially and socioeconomically diverse school. It might not be like ranked as high as some other schools. So she was saying that like you have to go more by, you know, what the what the parents are saying and the kids are saying rather than rankings, because those rankings are like inherently racist. Yeah, and like I feel like the ranking system and the like whatever that even means, the grades, whatever. Um, I feel like that's all going to be like reimagined in the next decade because of the conversations people are having now and like what parents are demanding. So I don't even know if that is how important that is. And also no. aren't there kids like two? Like what are like the rankings? Well, because like, you know, parents are crazy. Like, I mean, uh, my nephew will, I guess, start kindergarten in two years, I think, because he's almost four. Oh, so um, there's, you still have a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes to like a daycare. Uh, and then my niece is a baby, obviously. But they, they bought a house. Like, so I think if you're, a, if you have kids or are thinking about having kids and buying a house, like school district and that stuff is a very important consideration. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I love not thinking about it. Yeah, that's one thing we don't have to worry about. No. Um, I am sending Dahlia and Crackers to finishing school. Oh my God, I would kill to send BB. Just, he needs to go to boarding school. <laughs> He's such an asshole. And there's nothing that we can do about it at this point because we've trained him to be evil and he yeah. just is. And I do live in an extremely diverse neighborhood as far as cats go, I have to say. There are all types of cats in my neighborhood. There are all kinds of dogs in my neighborhood. Way more big dogs than I would have thought because it's mostly apartments, mm -hmm. but people have big dogs in there. So... Your your best was a podcast that you're probably not going to listen to. No, My, but I wanted to know what it you, was about. Yeah. You, okay, and Goop was informative because yeah, they are. Goop is not known for their podcast slash movie slash TV criticism. They usually are several months behind the zeitgeist. So yeah, <laughs> but I imagine this subject is something that the Goop audience is concerned, or at least like uh, pretending to be concerned about. Okay. Uh, so my best is a something also something that I probably will never end up doing, but I just really, and I don't know why, but this time when they talked about the prolon fast, I fell for it hook, line and sinker. Fascinating. I think, fascinating. I think maybe because we had one of our listeners reached out to us saying that she had done the prolon diet. I think she said more than one time. Um, so I think no, like knowing someone in my circle that has done it makes me want to do it more. And then thinking back to the Goop Lab with uh, with Gwyneth and Elise and all of them doing it, it just, and maybe I'm like bored or I like want something to do, but it just sounds like a good idea to take five days out of your life, throw down $249 and and do this fast mimicking cleanse. 
Is it $240 for the full five days? I think so, yeah. So, okay. So if you do this. So it's so $50 a day. day. It's not bad. I mean, it's not great. Well, but I mean, what do you get for that? You get like a few powders and like a protein bar. Uh, An orange flavored drink, a berry flavored drink, olives, some teas. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could just buy like a jar of olives, five Lara bars, um, some tea and some like powdered soups and do it yourself. (laughs) Kale crackers. Yeah, their their bars are just called L bars, which I feel like they literally are Lara bars. I'm and sure they, just, they are. Um, yeah, and you get some minestrone and quinoa soup, some mushroom soup. I think what they're selling you on is the fact that you get all of these nutrients in, you know, with fewer calories, and it makes you it makes it you think that you won't be crazy hungry if you do it which i imagine if i did it i would be insanely hungry at least for the first couple days uh i think you're paying for it to all come in like a box and you don't have to think about anything you just do exactly what it says so like that's what i would want from it like because i might not have the self-discipline to say okay i'm only eating olives and no yeah but if it comes in this like expensive fancy box and they're like on Monday you eat this, I'll be like, Oh cool. I'm eating this today. And that's what you want from the program. I think. Yeah. Like it has to be super convenient. And also I think because you're paying so much money, you're like, well, I'm paying all this money. I should just go along with it. Whereas if you're just like, Oh, I'm going to fast for five days, you have no external um, reason to, to keep doing it. And you would, I don't know why you would do this other than to lose weight, but they, you would you lose weight. Yeah, I guess. You can't, I mean, that's the thing is they have to, they rebrand all these fasts now that are not about losing weight. And I, to be honest, I'm, this is really weird for me to say this. I'm like actually pretty happy with my weight right now. Like I have lost a few pounds and I feel good. So I would, I don't know why I would even be doing this except to say I did it um, and to have a re- maybe the reason would be so I would not feel guilty just laying around my house for five days, which I'm doing anyway, but I would feel less guilty about it if I was like fasting, you know? I guess. I mean, I don't know. I I did do a master cleanse like a while ago and it, the I, I do understand like there are some benefits to fasting that are beyond just like losing water weight. Like by day three, you do feel like weirdly like internally clean in this like weird way. That's kind of hard to explain. Mm-hmm. It might be psychological, but it there is something where you're like, I'm cleaned out. Yeah. Like, there's nothing in me. And I don't know that that's good or that you ever necessarily need that, but I mean, you can achieve it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's probably mostly a placebo effect. The only time yeah. I, I did a juice cleanse, like right before I moved to LA um, for th- only three days. And I think, like you said, day three is when you start to feel good. I think doing something for three days is almost not long enough because it's, you're mm-hmm. just starting to feel the benefits and then, and then you stop. And I, I feel like I stopped completely 
like dead in my tracks and immediately like like ate an entire pizza well yeah because it also like you you also feel like absolute shit you have no energy and you're starving exactly so it's not like it, it the little feeling where you're like oh okay i i feel okay right now or like this is a weird feeling but it's not like hunger pain isn't like really worth i mean i don't know what the like it's not worth it no and you feel you go back to feeling your old self right after you stop doing it basically yeah and you can lose I mean, I do think losing water weight is a is good. People act like, oh, it's just water weight, but it's like, well, it's water weight. Good. Yeah, it's still it's like weight, and you if you feel better and look better, like that's the easiest way to lose. And it's good, but I understand people want to like actually lose like fat, fat yeah. um, which, but I mean, maybe it's a good things like that might be a good like kickstarter for people if they're for like sure. wanna, if they want to like convince themselves that they can do it but usually what happens is you do something like that and then you rebound really hard and absolutely we all know what happens with that shit that's why they don't recommend you do it yeah i mean any like literally any diet that you stop doing is you're gonna regain the weight or like go back to your own ways you i mean it's a cliche but obviously like in order to to keep the results you desire you have to like keep doing stuff the rest of your life so you should only do the stuff that you enjoy doing or like feel like you can keep with keep or, doing yeah, you just yeah you can't uh you can't do something that you're not going to keep up for your whole i don't know i mean some people do it but i don't really know. Mm. it's never worked for me um, um but yeah she says oh god uh day by day five i feel good i have more energy and i'm not hungry well, what? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I, I think this Goop Goop has definitely like focused in on this one cleanse that they're selling. So I'm curious to see if they go the direction of I'm sure they will of of branding their own Goop cleanse and and in the long term like manufacture all this stuff themselves and cut yeah, out the, the little. Oh, damn it! Sorry. I think I, I just said cut out the little man instead of cut out the middleman. You said cut out the little man? I believe I did. Really? I did. Well, I was screaming God damn it because my phone was ringing, so yeah. I didn't hear. Um, I'm kind of surprised Goop hasn't already done their own cleanse. That seems like the logical thing for them to do. Well, that's what they that's what they do is they they partner with these other companies and I think they get in with them and they see which things sell and which things don't. And then the things that are really big sellers those are the things they focus on ultimately doing on their own. They're not dummies. Um, no, they're not. So if I was the Prolon, just watch out. That's watch all back. I want to say. Because they will take you out to the back and shoot you in the head if they can. Yeah, there's no loyalty among you. No, 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 no. Um, okay. What was your worst? Well, right next to the piece about nice white parents was another piece about juice um oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. juice one of the great controversies of our lifetime we love it we hate it they tell you to drink it they tell you not to touch it they are so schizophrenic about juice but right now they're selling some from natalie's orchard island juice company and they have a recipe from caitlin the food director at goop 
Of course, Caitlin O'Malley. Uh, well, not a recipe as much as a, a it's like a non-recipe recipe, a suggestion for something that she makes called a carrot margarita, <laughs> which is four parts Natalie's carrot, that's the brand, Natalie's carrot ginger juice, two parts Natalie's tangerine juice, two parts tequila plus lime and salt. It's spicy, sweet perfection. And I think that sounds absolutely disgusting. Really? That sounds so refreshing, refreshing to me. Okay, here's why. If you're telling me that you're going to have make me a margarita and it's going to be spicy, sweet perfection, mm. I want that heat to come from something that's actually hot. Ginger isn't, an, isn't the right type of heat to go with something like that. Ginger is that like horseradish, like in your nose. like Yeah, it's a pungency more than a Pungent heat. heat. But you want it to come from like a chili or something for something like that. So this was just a, a carrot ginger. I was thinking carrot ginger cayenne for some reason, and there's no cayenne in it. I mean, I guess you could put cayenne in it, but she said carrot ginger. I think the heat, the only place that heat would come from in this is the ginger. I mean, just from the little that I've read. I think that's just like a branding mistake. Just, yeah, you can't, I, a carrot ginger margarita sounds good, but I would, yeah, I, I would never call that a spicy margarita. Okay. But I also, do you want carrot, you want carrot ginger, tangerine, and tequila? Yeah, that sounds awesome. You get sort of the the roundness and the vegetalness from the carrot. You get the pungency from the ginger, and you get the tartness from the tangerine, and then the booze from the uh, tequila. It's like a well balanced cocktail. I don't think the tequila. I don't know. To me, it sounds like it does not sound good. I don't want carrot and tequila together. Oh, Aggie, go to fly to New York. Take the F train. Take the F train to Houston Street. Are you going to tell me to drink a a carrot Bloody Mary? Get a reservation at Prune for brunch and order their carrot Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Substitute tequila for the vodka. It is the greatest brunch cocktail in the world. Okay. All right. I'm seeing these carrot cocktails everywhere right now. And I don't know. First of all, how is this happening in a fucking quarantine that like everybody's drinking carrot cocktails? Like this no one is going anywhere why is this why is a drink trend like this happening i think they're well you can buy carrot juice at the store or like if you have a juicer you can make it pretty easily but yeah no one should be going anywhere that sounds now i want to get this natalie's how much is it's probably like 30 dollars a gallon or something i don't know how much it is but it um, is i mean yeah but you don't I'll, need to get natalie's you no can just get i could brand of- go to my local juice store and get um a, like you can go carrot. to Yum Yum Donuts. Oh, that's far from me, but I get it. I'm just saying that you they make it everywhere. Yeah. Um, okay. I get why. I, I I think that your problem is more of well, first of all, a carrot phobia that I don't share with you, but also the the calling that a spicy margarita. I agree is is not correct. Yeah. It's. Yeah, I want, see, if I have the carrot, okay, I'm just going to go one one more thing. I've had mm. like carrot apple, I understand, but it's like, f- for the most part, I want that drink to be more savory than I'm going to get with the tangerine. I don't want it to be that sweet. The whole thing, it just sounds like it's too much. It's like, I don't want carrot and tangerine. I want my carrot to be, if it's going to be, I, I, okay, maybe a Bloody Mary would be better. So you want the, you don't, you don't think carrot complements a sweet citrusy drink. You think carrot should be more of a, 
vegetable-y, savory, like V8 type of deal? I guess so. I don't know. I just like, I think I just don't like carrots and the thought of drinking carrot juices. Like to really get the carrot is grossing me out. Yeah, pure, pure carrot ju- juice is so gross. I just, I just will always have memories of my dad juicing fifteen carrots a night and drinking like a giant cup of it every night, and it was so disgusting. Uh, but I think as like a little sweet vegetal compliment to other flavors, it's not bad. Bless you. Thank you. I tried to hold the microphone really far away from my face when I said that so no one would hear. Um, uh, okay, maybe I'm being too harsh on the carrot. I'll, whatever, I'll think about it. Okay. What's uh, yours? Oh, a quick tip before we move on. I always, my gin, I always buy ginger and then I like use it once in a recipe and then it like dries out in my fridge and goes bad. This is probably not like a unique recommendation, but f- chop the ginger up and freeze it and then you can just use whatever you need all at once, like or whenever you want it. Yeah, it's I always keep, right out of the freezer. I always keep mine in the freezer. It's new to me. And then grate it whole because no one peels it anymore. That's the other thing. Yeah, you don't have to peel it. You just grate it. And like the the skin just sort of doesn't, I don't know, like comes off naturally. It's great. Yeah. Uh, okay, so my worst was they are still, and I, like I said a couple weeks ago, I never got the Spawn Con from uh, the Lionsgate secret movie with Katie Holmes. Too bad. Until now. They had, well, it wasn't SpawnCon. It was one of their articles, but there was a uh, roundup called Five Feel-Good Ways to Spend a Night In in partnership with our friends at Lionsgate. And of course, the first recommendation is curl up at home to the lovely faces of Katie Holmes and Josh Lucas and rent the secret colon dare to dream. Aggie, have you seen this movie yet? Not yet, which is frankly unlike me. Maybe we should do this. This could be another thing we do for our bonus pod. Actually, I would love that because I do genuinely want to want to see this yeah. movie. <laughs> um, that might be a fun a fun idea. So maybe we will do that because it looks like, I mean, it is it is like a higher budget Lifetime or Hallmark movie, uh, and I've heard it's pretty crazy. Well, it's. It's made by The Secret, so how could it not be crazy? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not made, is it made by The Secret or it's? It has The Secret like logo. Logo, you're right. Yeah, so it's not just like, it's it's not like it's just based on the book, like any movie that's based on a book. It is like funded by The Secret. So yeah, that's. Yeah, because there's already been a movie based on the book that was like a documentary. Oh, okay. Which I have seen. And I think that's like free on YouTube or whatever. That's just like talking heads, you know, just explaining kind of what the secret is and how it works. I guess my hesitancy is like the secret itself as a book holds very little interest for me because it seems so just like boringly simplistic and not, I don't know, like it, it doesn't sound very interesting to me, but the idea of like a dramatization with Katie Holmes, who is known, I think now, more than anything, for having escaped a cult. It is fascinating yeah. that she would sort of dive right back into another thing like that. Yeah, another like strange system of belief. I wonder if this is her kind of giving Tom the finger. 
I guess because I'm sure this is real. I'm sure the secret is like really frowned upon by Scientologists. Yeah, I'm sure it is because it's it's not Scientology, but it they seem very similar in ideology. I don't know. Well, Scientology is a more like well-rounded religion where they have this like whole system of beliefs about like whatever the thetans in your body. And they have like all of these courses for you to take about how to be better, like through um, communication, like they have like communication classes and all this stuff that you have to pay to go do. But the secret is really just like one idea that doesn't have that. I mean, it may have a larger spiritual component, but the big, the secret is one idea, which is the law of attraction. So they believe that if you want something, if you say something and think something, it will happen because of a law called the law of attraction. And the reason bad things happen to you is because you have like negative self-talk or you like have bad thoughts. So you can't put that stuff in the universe and you have to only focus on positive stuff all the time. And that's why they all make vision boards because it's like, if you think about it and like look at your vision board and just like meditate on it all the time, you'll attract it to yourself through the law of attraction. So maybe they need to, they, in order to build the secret empire and not just rely on the one book, much like L. Ron Hubbard did, they need to get into more sort of granular detail and, and then also expand the philosophy out to include stuff that, that is about every aspect of your life and your afterlife. And so they can keep getting people back for more. Yeah. They would have to, um, they would have to explain like what kind of like God made the law of attraction and have sort of a mythology around it because as it is i don't think it really exists but they did have a documentary that i watched about it that had sort of i think it came out around the time of the da vinci code because it has like the knights templar are like protecting the secret and their idea is basically every successful person throughout history ever or any rich person or anyone who is happy is only that way because of the secret yeah because of it's like self-confidence basically it's the same thing isn't it the same thing as like self-confidence right or like optimism well yeah but it's like more like hyper focused because you're like obsessed with your goal like if you want a house you like cut out a picture of a house and you just stare at it sure but it's the same idea as like dale carnegie you know, old school positive thinking. Like it's, I mean, all yeah, new age thought like, is basically the same. Yeah, it's the same basic idea. Uh, but maybe that's Katie Holmes' ultimate plan is to brand herself with the secret, expand the universe, monetize it more, and then be a true rival to Tom Cruise. Well, maybe she learned something and she was like, yeah, I do need to start my own religion. And she's like, I'll be the face of the secret and I'll take it over. Because, I mean, Scientology is obviously like an evil organization, but hey, there has to be some something in it for people. Um, people, There must be something that attracts people to it. So Some people it. like it. I once had a fight with a guy who was my dad's friend who I absolutely despised. Um, and I like ruined Thanksgiving fighting with him one time, but he was a lapsed Scientologist who was oh. like, I'm like a Protestant of Scientologists, like, because he hated uh, Miscavige. 
but he loved L. Ron Hubbard. And he was like, I'm like a classical Scientologist. And like, I, I left the a church. A fundamentalist. Yeah, he's like a fundamentalist. Mm-hmm. He, like they left the church because um, it wasn't like- True to- It wasn't Hubbard's... true to Scientology. Wow. But he was Crazy. Yeah, I remember when that happened. That's That uh, seemed like quite a fight. Oh my God, I hate him. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so so this was my worst, mostly not because I'm not interested in watching this movie, but because they they tried to like finagle it into a typical goop listing article. And so like besides watching this movie, the other four things that are feel-good ways to spend a night in are making pasta and then they have a $200 pan, um, meditating. Do they have the free pasta in that one? They, yeah, well, let's see. It is, they, no, I think it's regular pasta. They just call it, oh no, caponata is is a, I don't know if it's grain-free, but it's some diet pasta because they also, they talk about that on the um, Hungry Girl podcast, caponata. So it must yeah, be something I weird. Saw, I saw a grain-free pasta in another um, article so they yeah. often will you know recycle <laughs> for sure and then then they tell you to meditate and they have a 250 dollars meditation pillow set and then of course they tell you to dry brush um what a and, night i know and then the last thing you do is journal um and they have a oh 25 not bad a a um oh no the notebook is only 23 dollars. a a all's well notebook and then Oh, and then an all's well, uh, that weird tarot deck that isn't like a real tarot deck. It's just like journal prompts. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Um, they're trying to sell that still. So wow, I don't okay. know. This was a real motley crew of uh, goop sort of cast-offs that they try to Yeah, they're like, together. I don't know, buy all this shit and I don't know, eat this pasta and use the journal. It's like, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess you could do that on a night. I mean, pasta in a Katie Holmes movie honestly doesn't sound half bad. Actually, that sounds fucking great. Yeah, we'll do it. Um, I'm eating pasta that night too. Yeah, maybe we, that should be we 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 buy the caponata pasta and uh, and watch Ooh. the secret movie. This is getting expensive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, what is your craziest or your saddest? My craziest. Well, it's actually. I have a different one, which is a scariest. Mm. I'm afraid for myself that I will buy an Ula Johnson dress. I love them. They're so beautiful. I might be saying her name wrong too. I don't know. Maybe it's Eula. Maybe it's Ula. I don't know. Eula. Well, it could be either. Is is she from Project Runway or that's a different person? I have no idea. All I know is her dresses are really... They are all over this goddamn website. This was the one a couple of um, months ago. No one will remember this, but I like started looking for her dresses on like Nordstrom Rack and stuff. And I almost bought one or like off fifth or whatever. But the thing is that I'm scared. I have a a desire deep in my heart to wear really blousey, floral, layery, big clothes all the time. And you need a certain type of body to get away with that. And it's not the type of body that I have. You need a small body to be draped like that. And when women who are not 
as small as others drape themselves, they sometimes can look like a circus tent, (laughs) which is what I would look like in one of her dresses. But they're really cool and I really want one. So I'm living in constant fear because I feel like it's only a matter of time before like I see one on sale and I'm like, fuck it. And I buy it and I wear it all the time. And everyone is like, who is that 60 year old tent? And I'm like, it's me. I mean, okay. So if you're like a tall willowy person, you can look good in pretty much everything, right? Yeah. I think like a floral sort of drapey dress, you're not going to look the same as a six foot two supermodel, but I still think like you can look good. I mean, I don't know. I like that style aesthetically is cool. Like it's sort of timeless, especially like it's very sort of West Coast, Laurel Canyon. I mean, everyone from... Well, to take two examples who are great frenemies, Michelle Phillips to Cass Elliott wore that style and they didn't look the same, but they both look good. You're right. It has to fit just right. If it fits mm-hmm. just right, you're what is What is the price point on this, Eula Johnson? I mean, they're like $400. It's an investment. It's an investment piece, but you can find them online for way cheaper than that. Oh yeah, do, uh, yeah, Nordstrom Rack, um, with, Poshmark, whatever. Um, I mean, I think I was finding them on like off fifth and stuff like that. Mm. You know, I'll think about it. But I mean, I'm still waiting to get. I mean, I just bought like a fucking gold necklace from this goddamn website, so I have to wait. Oh right. I know. I can't wait for it to come. Are are Trump bucks? Yeah. Are those really gonna come? The three hundred. Wait, we're getting more Trump bucks. Because he didn't he like universe like unilaterally say in an executive order everyone gets three hundred dollars but it's gonna take he's like giving weeks. everyone three hundred dollars per week. Oh really? Yeah, but it's it's like it wasn't passed through Congress, so who knows if it'll actually happen? I hate every single thing about that fucking moron. Yeah. But um, I need it really bad because I. The- whatever the unemployment people are fucking me over so hard and like oh yeah but it's really annoying what a nightmare yeah um and you want your eula johnson just tell the unemployment people that i say dear mr trump can i have this matronly dress (laughs) you can tell me how shitty i look in it on twitter if you pay for it she's a pig that's my trump impression (laughs) it's the worst i have the worst trump impression worse than anyone else in the world I sound like Bullwinkle the Moose. No. I can't do it. Oh my it's God, so sad. No. I really, all I want to do is do a Trump impression. I can't do it. You want to do a Trump impression? I don't know why. I just want to be able to do it. Well, it doesn't have to be good. I mean, Alec Baldwin's is terrible. That's and true. He's on Saturday Night Live. Uh, okay. So my, what did I have? Oh, the craziest, the, the nanocurrent treatment. Did you see that one? Oh yeah. What is that? Tell so me. it's this lady... It's called Zip with two eyes, Z I I P, and it is it's four hundred and eighty dollars, okay. and you get a little machine, like an elect an electrocution machine, and a gel that you put on your face. So it sort of almost feels like like an ultrasound gel type of thing, but then then it, I guess the elect the electrocution machine connects to an app on your phone with different settings and there's different apparently different currents electric currents that you zap your face with to do different things it sounds like 
complete horseshit, even more than like the typical thing that they sell on Goop. Uh, what I, this whole thing is so confusing. I'm like lost. There's like also in a, in a hard science class. It's crazy. Like there's also a 10 minute YouTube video or some video that they linked to that I watched like half of, and I still don't really understand what it is, but I, so there are, like I said, different, um, modes such as sensitive energize, uh, instant gratification, which is more intense pigment treatment. Hey, maybe that will help with your, your brown spot. Yeah. Um, total clearing, which is breakout and blackhead related and then quick fix, which is poor tightening and energizing. Uh, oh my god can you lymph, get all of them lymph and well that's yeah if you want to spend 480 dollars, you have to choose between that and your eula johnson i'd rather have that because the eula will only make me look worse and this <laughs> might make me look better so maybe you should get this lymph and lift which is the one that she demonstrated on the video and i mean she does look gorgeous i don't i mean i don't know what else to say other than she's pretty and she tells you to zap your face and electrocute yourself and she charges you four hundred and eighty dollars for it. So I'll take it. Um, okay. I believe in it, and I'll, I'll pay any <laughs> amount of money for whatever she's talking about. And I think nowadays, especially like people staying at home, these rich women aren't able to go to the you know the, the aesthetic dermatologist as often. So maybe having this zip at home will really you know fill the gaps between um, between appointments. Yeah, maybe. But it just well, maybe I'll. Maybe I'll buy this. I mean, those Trump bucks better come. I know. God, he better make with that three hundred dollars because okay. I ha- I need to fucking electrocute myself. Mr. President, if you come through, Aggie will get the the zip, and I will finally buy Vintner's daughter for myself. I promise you yes. that. We promise you, Mr. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just like, what if we just like talk to the president on this podcast every week i mean we might as well he probably listens oh i mean that would be He's quite an endorsement he, yeah he definitely uh follows very obscure gwyneth paltrow related podca- podcasts Who the hell not he might um do, do, do what would you try okay i would try the picnic menus all of them i love okay. these menus they're very chic there's so chic they're so easy to throw together they're so like fancy they're so they've got that whole like effortless i just threw this together vibe that gwyneth is known for i mean everything about it every single one of them is good so there's three three picnics for three different occasions yeah. uh, and what are they so, there's the day at the park where you bring this sauvignon blanc um almonds grapes and berries and radishes with salted butter which is like the chicest fucking snack on the planet mm. and then you have provincial tuna sandwiches with radicchio Yum. then day at the beach you bring a grapefruit rattler pistachios mm. jicama and watermelon with lime delish and potato chips classic fun and the ultimate veg sando which is like a sandwich and then uh, for the outdoor movie night, you bring some organic r- wine that they're selling. Is it Chocolate- Cameron's? No. It's Emiliana no. Poyum. 
I don't know what it is. You bring chocolate covered almonds, popcorn, Australian soft licorice. Love it. Which is so good. And then you have prosciutto, a prosciutto baguette with chive butter. Yum. The whole thing, which is like so French too. Yeah. I'm into all of it. It's even on, I don't even know what's on some of these. Like, I do not know what's on this ultimate veg sando. It's like sprouts and I don't know what else. Um, they all sound good. I mean, that chi- chive butter. I'm like, why don't I make chive butter every day? Like, it, it can't take I that. I know. What am I, an idiot? Uh, the only problem is in this fucking month, in this fucking city, it is so disgusting out all the time. Like, Including where, the dead at night. Oh, my God. Even at, like... Okay, so, well, you know, um, my uh, our friend and I went on, like, a little, you know, picnic date a couple weeks ago to Griffith Park, and this was before it got really, really hot, and it was still sort of borderline gross, and there's so many fucking bugs all over the place, and wow. now I would, I mean, we'd have to wait till maybe October to do well, this. Well, now you just be covered in roaches. Like, you couldn't even take, you There are so it. many roaches outside. There's so many roaches outside because they're because it's hot. They love it when it's hot. They come out. I mean, at night when I take my night walk, it is like I have to. It's like whack a mole. I just have to dodge around the sidewalk because there's roaches that come out of the sidewalk. Ugh. Oh God. And then in the morning, it's lizards. When I walk in Griffith Park in the morning, <laughs> I almost step on. There's lizards that are camouflaged on like the brown dirt, and I. I swear to God, I almost killed like a dozen lizards this morning. Oh my God. Wow. You are having so many adventures. Yeah. I would not be walking around at night um, on these down city streets. I still do. And the rabbits are gone. There were so many in the early, like spring and early summer in the, the baseball field by my house uh, at night after everyone leaves, there's like hundreds of rabbits that just come on the, the baseball field and like sit silently. It's so beautiful to see. But now in the summer, I have no idea where they are. They're not there anymore. Oh, well, no. I guess it's too hot for them. Yeah, they're probably underground or something. I don't know what rabbits do in the summer. Uh, I would try. Oh, Gerda has a, a rare non-health related recommendation. And I was so happy for her that she's like getting out of the house and like doing stuff. Yeah, good for Gerda. Um, so she has a little recommendation that says, keep calm and curry on. And I think I think this was part of the Goop 15. Mm. uh which is you know goop's monthly roundup of recommendations yeah like half my list came from it actually maybe more (laughs) so gerda you know she's a bay area girl and so she recommends uh a cocktail at a restaurant in pleasanton california which is sort of it's a weird it's sort of like halfway between the east bay and silicon valley so it's like a, a weird mix of sort of old old timer dust bowl people and like new tech people i don't know it's a weird weird town apparently there's a a caribbean restaurant called oyo which they make uh caipirinhas which are like the brazilian cocktail made with uh am i gonna say it right cachaça i'm probably oh god i probably said that wrong it's a sugarcane liquor sort of like rum oh yeah 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 cachaça i think I don't know. Don't, don't tell me. I know what you're talking about though. I know. Anyway, she gets them there and she, there's a special one that she gets with hibiscus pineapple syrup. I just want to get a bottle of this Shikasa because I'm obviously not going to go to Pleasanton to go to this restaurant and just make Caipirinhas. Uh, Because I remember in college, my friend like went to Brazil 
for I don't know what he was doing there, but um, he came back and we just drank them the rest of the semester, and it was a beautiful time in my life. That sounds really nice. Oh, I want to try this delicious ass drink too. I know. And I also want to try some of this fucking vegan paella they make. Ooh, yeah. Um, all this stuff because it's like guy. So it's like I guess Guyanese restaurant or they have Guyanese food. Which now, I mean, after Gerda recommends it, this is my prediction. Guyanese food is going to be the trendy, um, the trendy food of the 2020s because it is a fusion of South American, West African, East Asia, and Caribbean. And I feel like these are all very like trendy flavors right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and oh, I don't want to be like Bon Appetit and erase the cultural, uh, importance. So I'll just say. Best. Well, you're just saying that you want to go yeah. to a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that this was called, you know, the the kooky stew. <laughs> um, and I invented it. Right. Um, but no, I'm just saying Guyanese, and I love the Guyanese accent. If you've ever talked to someone from Guyana, they, because it is a combination of West African and, or sorry, West Indian and East Indian accents. And it's the most gorgeous accent. I love it. Wow. You know a lot about Guyana. I mean, not much, just from what Gerda told me. Well, but you also like know the accent, you know? Yeah, I mean, I lived in a sort of Caribbean neighborhood in uh, Brooklyn for a while. So I have had Guyanan food once or twice in my life. I see. Well, cool. Um, What would you buy? I would buy, okay, uh, I'm going back to the same damn list where all my shit has been from this entire time. I want this $100 beach blanket. Mm. I know that's a lot of money. Have you even gone to the beach this summer, Aggie? Yeah. And I probably won't. But I want this towel. There is nothing I like more than a really big towel. I love big towels. Especially, I like them for after the shower. Yes. I like them for the beach. I used to have one of the biggest towels I've ever seen in my life. It was baby blue. And it, I used it for like, it was like my shower towel. Like, I don't know. I just, I feel like towels are too small. Towels are always too small, especially bath towels. Like every towel, if you're a towel manufacturer, take your dimensions that you think that you are manufacturing and double it right away and then double triple quadruple there's nothing more luxurious than like a huge towel that you can just like totally get like wrapped up in when you go to a hotel and they have like huge soft towels it's so great i love a huge towel and i want to like and for the beach you need a big towel totally because you need to be able to sit on it you need to lay on it if it's hot you can like you know or it's too sunny you can wrap yourself in it you need to sit um, down, lie down. You need to put all your stuff on it. You have to use it as like a tablecloth. Like it has a lot of fucking functions. Mm-hmm. So you want a big towel. How much is the towel supposed to cost? Not a hundred dollars. No, a towel is not supposed to be a hundred dollars. For one towel. That's, That's so crazy. That's a lot of money for a towel, for one towel. But it's, they literally call it a towel for two. So it's like two, okay. like it's like two fifty dollars towels. <laughs> uh okay so well still i mean you could get you could get like a really i feel like you could get a really nice beach towel that is like not a cheap gross one for 20 bucks right 
Could I? I don't know. I don't know. I the All only... of my towels are from Target. 100%. Yeah, me too. And they're fine. Oh, except but... for I got some from Korean Girl. Um, I love my Target beach towel. It's like psychedelic fluorescent. I've had it for years. But it's All not that big. All of these beach towels that I'm looking at are like $35. Mm, okay. Still way better than 99 But I, I want mean, it. if anyway. it's for two people... That's like $50 a pop. So that's not that much different than 35 to 40 if you consider I mean, it two towels. I mean, see, you're doing the math and I love it. And it's like how many beach towels do you actually have to own? Like it, this is an investment piece. You don't need to go through, you know, a new beach towel every month. You can use the same beach towel for years. Towel. Especially if you're like Aggie and don't even go to the beach once every year. Like and I'm not even you- ever going to use it. <laughs> so it's, it will literally last you the rest of your life. Yeah, it's like don't go to the beach ever. So I think you can't not buy this towel. Like it's. I think it would be a waste of money for me not to buy this exactly. towel. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then you can at least think about going to the beach. And you then I'll look at it and dream of going to the beach. You can sunbathe in your courtyard. Yeah. Um. They, my neighbors would love that. <laughs> Uh, I know your courtyard, I feel like when you first moved in, there was a lot of like action. Like there was a lot of like Melrose Place shenanigans that were happening in your apartment complex. Yeah, there were like, a there was like a clique of guys that were all like best friends with each other and they all lived in like different apartments and they would hang out in each other's apartments and shine laser lights. And I called them the laser boys. They would like, and have like music blasting all night. And I think one time they got prostitutes. Oh no. Did they all move out? Yeah. The, the I got cute... in a fight with one of them because I took his laundry out of the thing. Oh, right. And he, left it too long. and he came and he was yelling at me and he was also drinking out of a coconut. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> um, the like cute young boy who lived below me moved out in the apartment. Actually, if anyone wants an apartment, I know I offered a twin bed last week, but if anyone wants to move to uh, my building, there's a vacant apartment underneath me. Oh, wow. And it's a two bedroom too. Yeah, this is probably the good. Yeah, it is a two bedroom because it's the one right underneath us. Um, and I'm sure it's a little difficult for people moving. So you might be able to get a deal. I don't know. Do you have me if you want to live in Atwater Village? In, yeah, sunny Atwater Village. Uh, what would I buy? Oh, these. Okay. So did you see the article about like the healthy popsicle things? I mean, I saw that it was there. I didn't <laughs> need it. So, okay. These popsicles, eh, I'm not totally convinced that I need like a kale popsicle. Uh, no. But I do want to buy um, popsicle molds so I can make my own popsicles. I used to love doing that when I was like a little girl. But now they are, they've gotten so much more sophisticated than the old ones that like were just like an, basically an ice tray that you had to put a wooden stick in. Now mm-hmm. it's, they're all made of silicone. And yeah. like, they come with their own like silicone sticks. You don't even need to buy popsicle sticks and they look so cool. And there's, they're not even selling any of these on Goop, but I looked on Amazon. I know devil corporation, but it's mm-hmm. a place to look. And they have a lot, they have ones that like look like watermelons where the, um, the popsicle part is red and then the, the handle part is green. It's so cute. And they're like seven ninety nine for a set of eight. That's pretty cute. I know. And I really, now I want to make popsicles. And you don't have to do the kale ones. You could just like do anything. You could put something good in there. I, we have been eating fudgesicles. Ooh. Like nonstop. I have, I eat like three fudgesicles every day. Hey, I go through like two pints of ice cream a week now. They're 40 calories. That's great. 
We get the sugar free. We're so oh, 80. Sugar free. Oh my goodness. They're good. Yeah. No, I no, I've had them before. They're they're not bad. They it, they'll do in a pinch. I it's I I don't know. I like real real ice cream. Oh, fudge bowl is not real ice cream, but it's um, like a it's like a chocolate popsicle with fake sugar. I love it. I eat them all the time and that's all the popsicle I need right now. I want I think it was on Splendid Table or some some food thing that I read or listened to. I have no idea, but she was talking about making um, like homemade uh, orange creamsicles Ooh. With, with orange juice and sweetened condensed milk. Mm. And that's what I want to do. Is Alison Roman canceled because she's got no. a recipe that this is Maybe she might be. No, she's the one who told me or I read her oh, is she? newsletter. She loves creamsicle and she has a, a recipe in one of her salad, a salad recipe in one of her cookbooks that's um like burrata and citrus that's inspired by creamsicle and it always seems really good allison roman has that yeah Ooh, that does sound really good i don't know which one it's in because i have both. um i subscribe to her newsletter the free version of it i subscribe good. to it too but i never open it i never read any newsletter except for goop like i get so many newsletters and i'm just like oh yeah 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 i know i subscribe to a bunch of them when i like tried to get off of twitter um, because it was like, I need something else to read. And then I, I'll open Allison's and I have a couple friends of like newsletters I'll read. But other than that, I don't know. It's tough. I mean, it's just a lot of, I mean, that's why social media is good. Cause it's like, you can read one sentence or just see like one picture and you don't have to like, it's not so much of an investment. Exactly. Like a newsletter. Hey, if someone did a newsletter that was like 140 characters, I would read it. Someone should do like a newsletter roundup where they're just like, they subscribe to newsletters for you and then you condense everything into like a tweet and then just like send it out in an email. I was looking for this very thing. There are a lot of people that I think do this that are like newsletter aggregators, but they all have such horrible taste and they're all so fucking boring. It's all like people from like Atlas Obscura or like Slate or like these places where they're like oh i want to read you know ten thousand words on some like bird song from chile or something no and it's like a thousand or like a planet with like a different type of ice or something so boring who gives a shit i want want to see this fucking i want to see this picture of alice and roman eating mint chocolate chip ice cream that's the newsletter yes i want food i want recipes celebrity gossip and like leftist socialist screaming those are my three interests and it's also this podcast is literally about a newsletter so we are we have already created this and we only we only read the one newsletter but it is only about one newsletter and it's like there's more going on on the podcast than there's yeah we put more thought into this newsletter than the people who are making it who we all know coop started as a newsletter but now it is literally a trying to be like amazon so it's amazon.com <laughs> <laughs> uh oh god if amazon oh god don't give them any ideas to say if I amazon know, put out like I a curated cutesy newsletter about like all the cool things that they're selling Ugh. oh my god we just have like a bezos update bezos corner of the newsletter of the <laughs> yeah jeff's picks apparently he still has a email address that's just jeff at amazon.com and you can just email him 
that's such a piece of sh- crock of shit. He's a lizard person. I'm sorry. If you're that rich, you are not human. Well, I heard that some people who were having trouble self-publishing their books have emailed him and he's gone back to them. Oh, really? Someone you know, perhaps? Someone I know read that and told me. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, are we done? Oh, yeah. We've been done. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening. Um, we... Yeah, please. Oh, no. Oh, please I was going to say please support us yeah subscribe to our patreon please Please. uh you can do it for just one dollar five dollars did we take off the one dollar no we still have the one dollar one dollar five dollars you get a newsletter you get a bonus pod yes this month we are going to either watch well we have three options the secret secret. okay so we'll do that we'll do the secret and then we'll save our other ideas for another month perhaps and i'm gonna make pasta and i think maybe i'll make my summer pasta salad from the new york times that i make all the time and i'll talk about it that sounds good because it's too um, hot to eat like a plate of hot pasta yeah maybe i'll make a popsicle or something i'll definitely and, have a popsicle but it will not be homemade. homemade uh cool so subscribe to find out all about that um go to teespring get our beautiful goop girls t-shirt that gwyneth elise megan and Jean all wore more themselves. Um, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. 
you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.